supreme because we get this opportunity to go before God in prayer. And also God has blessed us tremendously over the last six years to be able to have someone to stand in the gap, also to speak a rhema word. And we're just so grateful and thankful for that. We don't take that for granted. This morning, men of God, I'd just like to ask you to, for us to just be in prayer for one of our administrative leaders, uh, Brother Tony, Brother Anthony Tolbert. Brother Anthony Tolbert, brother, went home to be with the Lord here uh, yesterday. And men of God, we just ask that you would just keep that family lifted up in prayer. It's never easy time uh, when something like this take place. We never prepared for it, but God is so sovereign. And we just trust God enough to know that he's going to be comforted in the family during this time. So, men of God, I just like to ask all of us to just be in prayer. Uh, Brother Anthony Tolbert and his family uh, during this time here. And so we just thank God for this outstanding man of God who always pour into us here in the National Men's Prayer Call. Every, every morning he has something encouraging uh, to say a scripture, some word, definitely of encouragement. So we just want you to know that, to lift that family up in prayer. So men of God, we're so awesome and grateful to once again to have you uh, join us. We have gentlemen that joins us all around the world here. And we're grateful for those men of God to join us from, from far and near. So we're grateful again for that. We're also grateful this morning because we have a gentleman uh, that's gonna be pouring in to us once again. He's not a stranger to this National Men's Prayer Call. He always packs a powerful word when he comes. and so. And we're just so grateful that he's taking time out of his busy schedule this morning uh, to join us here. So you'll hear more about him coming up. Uh, he'll be introduced here uh, by one of the uh, administrative uh, team members here coming up here shortly. Uh, but meanwhile, men of God, we're going to uh, thank you once again uh, for this month, the month of June. Uh, our topic is Man Up. And we've already had some uh, outstanding speakers that's poured into us. So we're just so grateful. Uh, for those outstanding men of God to already share with us so far. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's go before God here in prayer so I can get this gentleman out of the bullpen because I know he's ready to go. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. We come to you this morning once again, Lord, this day was not promised June the 16, 2020, but you made it possible. And Lord, we just thank you right now, Lord, because Father, a lot of us still rest uneasy, Lord, during this time, Lord. We, a lot of uncertainties, Lord. We're not sure what's what's going on, Lord, but but your word says, your word says that a never return void, nor you have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seed begging bread, Father. And Father, we just thank you right now, Lord, because you're covering us with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for that, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for that, Lord. We just put all trust and faith in you and not in man, Lord. We can't be moved by what we see because the word says it's temporal. And Father, thank you right now for covering us all, Lord. Father, we just pray right now, Lord, that Father, we we know, Father, again, Lord, that Father, you're you're you you are our provider, Lord. You're our source. Almost just you're our help in time of need. But we need your now during this time, Lord. And, and Father, we want to say thank you this morning, Lord. Thank you for covering us all. And Father, I thank you right now, Lord, for your protection over each and every man that's represented on this call. They're on this call for one purpose, and that's just to hear a word from you. And Lord, we thank you for that right now, that you've already poured into their spirit, man. 
Oh, God, thank you for that. And Father, we thank you there's no lack in any man's household right now. So I'm speaking that. Thank you for being the Jehovah Jireh, the provider that you are. Oh, God, we thank you for that. Thank you also for complete healing in each and every man's body, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, about any attack that the enemy may try to come against us right now. The devil is a lie, and Jesus is the Messiah. Thank you for that, Lord. And Father, we thank you right now, Lord, for you blessing us with our helpmate, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you said that a house can't stand if it's divided, and two cannot be together except the agree on the word. It's the word of God. So we thank you for that. Thank you for our offspring, Lord. We thank you right now, Lord, that you just cover them, Lord, protect and watch over them daily, Lord, because we know the wickedness of this world that we're living in. Ah, God, thank you for being who you are. And Lord, we just thank you right now, Lord. We lift up the president of the United States, Lord. Your word says for us to cover him. And Lord, that's what we're going to do, Lord. We just pray that he will make the godly decisions, Lord, as well as those also in cabinet positions. Oh, God, thank you for that. And Father, we just pray right now, Father, for those that ask for prayer requests. Lord, I just thank you right now, Lord, to continue, continue healing in my friend's clay English body. Thank you for allowing him to get stronger and stronger. Uh, thank you for that. And Father, we just ask right now, continue to lift up the, uh, the Tolbert family during this time, Lord. And Father, we know that you will. And we thank you for that right now, Lord. The Bible says that the grass does fade and the flower, uh, the grass withered and the flower fade, but the word of God will stand forever. <laughs> ah, God, thank you for that, Lord. And Father, we just pray right now, Father, for Pastor, for Pastor and First Lady Caleb. Let's see, Lord, we just lift them up right now, Lord. The devil is a lie. Ah, God, we just thank you right now, Father. You just heal him right now, Father, for this virus that's trying to attack him and his wife. Oh, God, I know who you are, Lord. This man has poured in to thousands and thousands, Lord, in your name. Ah, Lord, I just cover him right now with the blood of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we love you, we honor you, we adore you. In Jesus' name, amen. Go right ahead, brother. I guess it's Johnny Mac, or I'm not sure who's doing it. I'm going to go ahead on and just introduce. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, often you 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 meet a giant, and when you approach them, uh, you realize that they are giants. This young man that's speaking this morning, I've had the uh, the, the pleasure of, of of sharing and speaking with him on more than one occasion. Every time he's shown grace and um, and just just a servant attitude. His um. His company, Incredible Brand Media, is able to help you to expand and to and to develop your 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 media posture so that you can become all that you're looking to be, which is results. And if you look in the background, you'll see that he talks about results. So results uh, of what we're going to hear from him on this morning. But more importantly, we're going to just allow him to um, just to speak what's on his mind and to uh, to be able to share with us um, what's in his spirit. So, Brother Murphy, can you, oh, there you go, you're on mute. Good morning, brothers. It's so nice to be here. I'm so thankful for the purpose that you found to heal men in a way that brings them together and gives us a chance to talk to each other 
in a non-confrontational environment and to love on each other and speak healing into each other's hearts. Uh, this morning, in alignment with the topic of man up, I have prepared a brief, short message that you may need to pull your pen out because there's some things that you need to write down. And I think these things will help you in these trying times um, where we have one, a pandemic, and then we also have question about what is the black man in America? These are things that are right now we're faced with, no matter whether we wanted it or not, it is now right in front of us. So when we say man up, we have to have a clear understanding of what we mean by the term man up. Usually in my past, when someone told someone to man up, in my past, it meant trouble. So I had to learn how to mature in my man up so that when I was told man up, I knew that I had to do something other than what I did in the past. So I created a little understanding of what man up means. And to me, man up, when you take the words man up and you spell them out, it's meaningful action needs understanding of purpose. Let me say that one more time. Meaningful action needs understanding of purpose. You see, in order to man up, you must be aligned with your purpose. Uh, Miles Monroe once said that purpose is when you know and understand what you need to be do, what you need to do, and what you were born to do. Many of us, when we're young, we don't know what our purpose is. We're exploring. We're trying to figure out who we are supposed to be, and we're trying to figure out whose we are. And God gives us the privilege of being able to be boys before we're men. And in that process of being a boy, you go through some stages. And I think these stages are really important to the development in your man up towards your purpose. And I think there are three, three important stages. The first one is discovery. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, the next piece is, is, is connecting. At some point in your life, you have to make the connection that your life is, a, is about something greater than what you're doing at that time. And then the last piece is I think the stage that all of us are in right now is where you're living out your purpose, understanding what your purpose is and living it out in a daily pattern. So make sure you write that down. This is really important. I want to take a step back. And, and connect this to something that you definitely will be able to relate to. Two very, very unique individuals, I believe, that have come through history. The first one is Nelson Mandela. Nelson Mandela spent 27 years in prison for the cause of apartheid. But when he was released, the country changed forever. And during his imprisonment, he wrote, he prayed, he continued to stay focused on what was important. He knew what the purpose was and he stayed near and dear to that purpose. On the flip side of that, when you come to the United States, we have so many different types of leaders. And in the world of sports, we have this one guy that showed up on the scene years ago and his name was Michael Jordan. Now what a lot of people may not realize that in order to be great, Michael Jordan had to miss over 9,000 shots. So what that means is that as a boy, Michael had to figure out very early that the way he would be successful is that he had to discover what it take to make it. And so he took 9,000 shots that he missed in order to make 
the thousands of shots and game-winning shots that took him to Hall of Fame status. What I ask you men today is, where is your Michael Jordan? Where is your Nelson Mandela? What is your topic? What is your gift? What is that thing that should be driving you towards your purpose? As I mentioned earlier, you must be a boy before you are a man. And in being a boy, you must see the world as the world is so you can become and understand how to navigate what's in the world. And part of that is the discovery process. And I believe that everyone, I want you to write this down. You have to discover what your gift is. Each of us is uniquely given a gift that stands out in us. And when we use our gift, we stand out from others because it's our unique thing. Just like God knew the number of hairs on your head, he knows that your gift and talent is connecting to something that is the divine purpose for your life. So you must discover what that gift is. How do you discover what that gift is? Always look at the things that give you the most trouble in your heart. Things that bother you, things that conflict in your mind, you can't quite resolve them. Your gift is attached to the, the resolution of those things that cannot be fixed. I would say in the United States today, we have a problem with understanding that African-American men have the same rights as any other man in this country. And the only way that that will be resolved is when people begin to understand that it's important for us to be recognized as fathers, as sons, as men who work in the workforce and to be looked at like everyone else and not hunted and chased. So beyond that discovery, you must make a connection. Now, man, I want you to take one second and just think off the top of your head. If you were asked, what is your gift? What would it be? And I want you to write that down on a sheet of paper. No matter what it is, the first thing that comes to your mind, what is your gift? Now, I want you to look at that thing that you've written down. And I want you to ask yourself, how often are you using your gifts. How often are you using that gift? Because if this is the thing that is your connection point and you're not using it, you're missing an opportunity to be connected and living into your purpose. Because without that gift, you will never discover your purpose. And it's so important that you make that connection from your gift to your purpose and understand the path of where you're going. Now, I want to give you a biblical example of how an interesting person in the Bible started out in one lifestyle and completely shift to a line to be one of the greatest leaders in biblical history, and that's Peter. I like Peter because Peter reminds me of myself and some of my friends from back home when I was growing up. See, I had a lot of friends that I call ride or die homeboys, and it doesn't matter whatever situation you're in, they're going to find a solution and they will do whatever it takes to hold you up, whether it means rolling up their sleeves and popping somebody in the face or, or just sitting down and praying with you. I had all different types of homeboys that were very supportive of what needed to be done when the time was right. And Peter, Peter, in discovering his gifts, he was a fisherman. You would think, oh, my God, you've been fishing for all these years. This must be your gift. But he understood that there was something, a calling on his heart. As I mentioned earlier, your gift is connected to a calling on your heart. He understood that there was a calling on his heart that was greater than the work that he was doing. So I want you to think about that right now. Is there something on your heart 
something on your heart that stays on your heart, that is a calling on your heart that is greater and different from the work you're currently doing right now. See, in order to man up, you gotta have meaningful action. Meaningful action takes you toward that purpose. So you have to understand this piece in order to move towards your purpose. So Peter gave up what he was doing. Many of us, there are things we did when we were younger. Some of you may have been in trouble before. Some of you may have drank. Some of you may have found that having more than one girlfriend was an important factor. That was your man up in the past. But I'm here to tell you now that God has asked you to pivot. And in this new season, you must pivot into some things that take you to new places. Here's what that pivot requires. This is, this is powerful. You see, for Peter, it meant leaving home and aligning himself with a whole new set of people. And when he aligned himself with those new people, his purpose began to unfold. Here's the problem though. Some of us, our purpose is sitting right in front of us. It sits right in front of us. If it was a snake, we'd be bitten. But we're not ready. So when you're not ready, you hear what's being said and you ignore it. Your ego takes over from where you should be using yourself to do something. Your ego takes over and says, you can't do that yet. You're not ready yet. But your purpose says, oh no, you're going to do this. I'm going to catch up with you no matter whether you're ready or not. And what happened to Peter was he was aligned with all these disciples and guys who were clean, doing things, making something happen, following Jesus, healing souls. And all the way, Peter had questions. Peter had doubt. Peter never could line up directly and say, you know what? I'm just going to follow suit. Peter was the one that always had an argument in the process. Some of you are that way right now. Your purpose is slapping you in the face and you're still arguing the fact that, well, maybe that's not what I should be doing. I want you to know that when you align with your purpose, there's no doubt. It's what you should be doing. And it's calling you out every single day. So Peter gets to a pivotal point, And this is a scripture. I want you guys to just go to it, remember it, read it, consume it, and remind yourself that this is what pivot is all about. There's a critical moment. That reminds me of today's problems with, with, with the justice system. The justice system said that they needed to, to incarcerate and take Jesus away from the people. And so the soldiers and, and, and high priests went out to capture Jesus. On that day, when they confronted Jesus, it was a group of them and, and, and Peter and the disciples. And Jesus was aligned with his brothers in support. And, and he, he forgot that Peter was ride or die. So Peter strikes out and boom, cuts off someone's ear. It was a slave of the high priest. And Jesus reacted and he said, wait, I can't react. I must respond. I can't react because if I react, my emotions will take over and we won't solve the problem. So what Jesus said was, oh, no, don't take them. Take me. I'm the one you're looking for. He took the responsibility and, and, and shifted this pivot. Now, the other thing that he did when he did that was he, in the support system, knew that Peter was the one that was going to take the kingdom to a new level. And if Peter were arrested, if Peter were killed, he would not be able to do that. But Peter didn't realize that he'd been set aside, called out, put in place to do something greater than what he'd been doing. He just knew he was following that thing that was chasing his heart. But he did not make the connection himself. And on that day, he was given a chance to understand that you're about to do something greater than ever. But he didn't get it because why? 
a few hours later, when people asked him, did, or just in that moment, when they asked him, did he know Jesus? He was like, no, never, never met him. Don't know the man. And then one of the people in the crowd said, oh, no, I've seen you with him. But Peter denied knowing Jesus multiple times. Now, you probably say, what does that have to do with connecting to your purpose? See, sometimes when you don't know what your purpose is, you have all these great people around you, amazing resources, and you're not using them. Or you're only using them when it's convenient. One of the things I've noticed is that we tend to find ourselves using things when they're convenient for our purpose, when there's, when there's something for us to gain in the moment. But I'm here to tell you, your purpose may be greater than those minimal things that you want. Houses, cars, clothes, dates, travel. Your purpose is greater than the small stuff. And so what happened to happen with Peter was he had to have his eyes opened up to see that what he was supposed to do was connected to something so big, it was greater than who he was right then. And so his connection to Jesus was important, but more importantly was he had to understand and go back and understand that gift. And his gift was gathering. He gathered fish for years in a net. He pulled them in the net and he gathered things. That was his gift. So what happens? Well, Christ dies and goes to heaven. He ascends into heaven, but he leaves Peter in charge. It was a role he never expected. What I'm here to tell you is there's something that you're about to do. There's a pivot that's about to happen in your life, a shift, a new role. That you'll get to use your gifts. You'll align your purpose. But here's the part. You've got to overcome your ego. You've got to remember what you discovered. You've got to remember that those things you did as a boy are no, no longer relevant to you as a man. You must pivot into this new situation and give yourself a chance to live out your purpose. So here's what happened. Peter began every day to go out and talk about the kingdom, talk about what was relevant in the kingdom and how it needed to expand. And it expanded to the greatest levels ever because Peter had found his purpose. Man, I want you to understand something very, very important about this conversation as I, as I close. Meaningful action needs an understanding of purpose. Man up. Meaningful action needs an understanding of purpose. Right now, we're fighting a lot of battles in our lives, whether it be the battle to keep your family intact, the battle to keep a job, the battle to, to, to go out and make a living, the battle to be safe every day, the conversation we have to have with our boys and our girls now about what to do when you go out into the public. But remember this, those conversations are about something greater than what we're seeing today. You see, when we pivot in 2020 and create the balance of the numbers, 2020, when we create that balance, when we align with our purpose, when we make that connection, we'll change the world forever. And the thing that you must remember about what Peter did in the conversation that I just brought up in John 18 and 10 is that he connected the world forever. Man, I want you to man up. I want you to find that meaningful action that you need to have in order to get to your purpose so that you, in your space, can change the world forever. Man, I want to thank you for this time this morning. Um, please, 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 please let this sit on your heart. Look at it again. 
think about it. It is our time to pivot. It is our time to man up. And this is the season in which you can do that. And God has given you all the gifts, all the support that you need. I just want you to open your eyes and see that it is time to man up. Meaningful action needs understanding of purpose. What is your purpose? Go find it. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the time. Brother Will, Brother Will, awesome job, sir. Awesome job. And if I could just, I want to just remix what you just said that really helped me out. You said meaningful action needs an understanding of purpose. And man, I'd like to, for you to invert it just for one, one moment is understanding your purpose will create meaningful actions, right? Yeah. So think about this, Will. If I uh, have an understanding or overstanding, an understanding of who I am to you, then I know how I am supposed to bless you to, to put that action in place. So men in every vertical of our lives for all the people that we are associated to begin, not by happenstance, but by divine uh, purpose. God has put us in the sphere of, of, of influence in certain people's lives. Eight billion people on this planet. But he made sure that we had an alignment somewhere on that. And if we think about this, is that what am I supposed to do to bless them? And then, then I can put that in action. What am I, what's my purpose for my wife? And then I can create action in that. What is my purpose to my community? And then I can create actions in that. And one of the beautiful things that you said, Will, is that when Peter decided to accept that role, then he activated in that role, and then he put actions within that role. That's what it's all about. Accept, activate, and then you put your actions in there. And that's what real men and manning up like to, to what you said actually does. And so amazing job, Will. I won't even try to go back into it, but this is uh, dope because it gives us a, a full understanding. And it's um, kind of interesting, too, because even in this place where, you know, I kind of rethink about the people I'm connected to, how am I being a blessing to them, Will? Or am I just existing within a relationship, having right. no impact, having no purpose within it because I'm just letting things happen versus me fully understanding what I'm supposed to be to you. And when we do that, who are you supposed to be uh, fully in your church, in your ministry, uh, at your job? It really expands it and, it and it goes into what you said. At the end of the day, will you ask the question, you know, what do you do best? What do you think that 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 uh, purpose of yours is? What do you your your gifting is? Mine is communication. Yes. Communication, right? From visual aspects to even from an audible aspect. And what can I do to bless somebody within the sphere of influence that I can communicate the knowledge of God, uh, insight to where I failed from across the board? And then that's the place where I can add weight to. So amazing job, bro. Thank you so much. Man, let's there. get ready to go. There. Yes, Let me say this. This is so funny that you said that your, your, your gift is communication. You reached out to me and I didn't immediately realize it was you. And then when I saw, oh, it's the Derek. I had all confidence that anything that was going to be visual, any type of art was going to be bad to the bone. And that's your gift. You're right. It's so, and that's, that's what people should discover when your gift is illuminated, they have confidence that that thing that you have is gonna be the thing that sets it off for them. And that's what I appreciate about you, Sidere. And I, I will always appreciate that about you, my brother. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you. Meaning that we got a dynamic word today. So let's think about it in that context. Meaningful action needs an understanding of purpose. And when you flip it around, understanding your purpose will give you meaningful action. All right, Melanie, let's go into uh, this week, making sure we're being exactly that, purposeful in everything we do with an intention, because that's what God created us to be. We are, we are those leaders. So every head bow. Heavenly Father, we come before you in this moment, Father, thanking you for the gift that you've provided us, this unique space where we exist in by your design. We ask that you let the universe respond to put us in action so that we can give glory to you through this gifting, Father. You be glorified through everything that we do, Father, from every hat that we wear, Father, for every circle of influence that we're in, Father, you be glorified in it. We love you. We honor you. We live for you, Father. We have a special uh, prayer for Will Murphy, Father, for not only his ministry, Father, his family, wife, and children, Father, and we just ask you to bless him, Father, so that he could be a voice that gives understanding to other men and women across this planet, Father. We thank you bless them. In your son, Jesus Christ's name, we pray. Amen. All right, my brothers. Great job, Will. Thank you again, bro. Thank y'all. Gentlemen, we'll see you back over here on Thursdays. All right, 7 a.m. and we go back into doing what we're doing, manning up. See y'all. Peace. What a powerful message. What a powerful moment to be able to talk to a group of brothers and to give clarity to the meaning of manning up. Meaningful action needs understanding of purpose. That's why it's so important that you discover your gifts, connect them to what you're supposed to be doing and be doing it every single day. The sooner you find your gift, the sooner you find your gift, the more time you can spend in the joy and the fulfillment of knowing your purpose is what you're supposed to be doing and what you're doing 